0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen I drink your milkshake If you only knew the power of God You had my curiosity Now you have my attention This is how I went Shall we begin? Welcome back to the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. My name is Adam. These are my Daily Notes, where I have fun conversation about film. Really excited uh, today because this is not just another episode of Daily Notes. Finally, after so- be taking some time off and a much needed break, uh, but it's also kind of a kickoff of season two, maybe a Daily Notes two if you will. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm excited back to be back here to do more episodes. Uh, more of these daily notes, because I have a, do have a lot of fun with them. Uh, yeah, I was on the main podcast with Terry, Zach, and Todd talking about our 100, top 100 favorite films of all time. Really had a fun conversation, and some of that fun conversation about some movies maybe I hadn't seen, or going back and rewatching some movies that I pr- have in my top 100 will also be incorporated into the daily notes. And I'll explain that quickly, real quick. So if you noticed, uh, again, new intros, new uh, segments here. Uh, going forward for daily notes, I, my plan instead of having an episode a week, I want to try to do every two weeks. Make them a little longer. Make them a little more movie talk conversation. There, I still want to do interviews. So eventually, you'll see you'll see some interview stuff coming up as well. Uh, but going forward, I want to do kind of a featured review. Do a, kind of a new release. Uh, new in theaters new on streaming whatever the case may be could be a netflix movie hulu whatever apple plus whatever uh so going forward i'll do a kind of a a new movie in theaters streaming whatever uh really movie review there and then i will go into other segments and some things you can can expect i will continue the journey with spielberg and journey with edgar wright journeys because i definitely want to complete their filmographies uh, because I think they're really great filmographies, I really like a lot of their films, and some movies from Spielberg I haven't seen yet, so I want to go back and rewatch a bunch of their his films and talk about them on the show. So one of the segments will be dedicated one the first we uh, first episode of month will be dedicated to uh, I guess Edgar Wright for right now because I know lost tonight and saw Who is coming up soon, so we're probably the month of October. It will be Edgar Wright because I need to finish up a couple of his movies. So we we'll probably get a bunch of his reviews this month. But starting in November, we'll have Spielberg back. So uh, it's coming back. So don't worry. Hey, um, anyway, and then also, I, I was talking to Todd. We went to the Huskies game a couple weeks ago and we were kind of shooting the breeze here talking about the podcast about movies and I came across a movie that I really wanted to watch called Blink Man which starts Damon Wayans. Some random movie no one's ever heard of from the 90s. And... He said, you should do, like, watch some film that you've, no one's ever heard of, and you should talk about it. And I thought about it, so a brand new segment coming to the podcast, Daily Notes. What the hell was that? Uh, that's, the, the segment's called, or some working title, you know, title pending. But I guess in this episode, you'll see. A Blank Man in honor of the what the hell segment coming a Blank Man will be reviewed and if you have no idea what that film is I'll make sure to leave the IMDb page in the show notes so you can take a look at that as well. And I believe I'm going to watch it on Amazon. I think it's like 4 bucks for work rental or whatever. But anyway, that's kind of the new format. There's going to be some new stuff in and out as well. Some blind spot reviews of films from like an AFI, Top top 100, IMDb 250, or even the Almost Sideways podcast. You know, the almostsideways.com where Terry, Zach, and Todd did reveal their Top 100. And there are some movies that glaring blind spots there. So I could review one of those films on the podcast too. And uh, I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I um, also want to go back and revisit some of my top 100 too. So that's going to be on the uh, sh- the docket as of now. So um, this episode is going to be kind of jam-packed. I'm really excited for it. I'm looking forward to some talking about some new stuff. And I guess also I should throw some, maybe not, I don't want to call it, I guess I will call it power rankings because it's like the almost typeless thing to do. Uh, but maybe like some ranking stuff in there as well, so I know Halloween's coming up, so I have to review, the, I have to rank the franchise, you know, I don't want to just make a YouTube clip about it, and YouTube's a different animal, podcast is kind of laid back, and with my work schedule being so hectic sometimes, and kind of up and down, I don't want to stretch myself too thin, so podcasting is perfect for, for me right now, and you know, we we'll might get more clips later on, depending on how I feel, but... Make sure you always guys, guys like, share, and subscribe here on whatever you're listening to the podcast on. So really appreciate you guys there. Leave a comment uh, or uh, yeah review on Apple if you uh, if you are listening to it. I we would really appreciate. It. We'll read them out on the air. And if you guys are so bl- obliged, check out YouTube almost sideways. Uh, there's some clips up there as well. So anyway, uh, let's go into the first segment of the show. First. Uh, little segment here and that is going to be a, the brand new new released film and this one's actually from a few weeks ago um, that came out the guys have actually talked but i have not shared my thoughts on the latest Candyman film i thought uh, being kicking off october it'd probably be fitting to do a horror film and so in this little opening segment, I will review two horror films for you because I'm really feeling excited to be back and doing these things. So the first review is going to be 2021's Candyman. And the second review will be 2021's The Last Matinee. So really excited to talk about both of these films here. But let's kick it off with our first segment of the brand new show of Daily Notes season two. And that is new releases. The first one is Candyman. Candyman. Candyman, Candyman. Oh crap, my wife has a mirror here. I did not see this, I better shut up. Uh, Let's jump into the trailer. This is where it all began. The story of Candyman. Local character, he walk around handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him. Right there on the spot. A couple weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. he been innocent. So he's real? Candyman ain't a he. Candyman's the whole damn hive. If you're out here looking for Candyman, you ask me, stay away. I feel really connected to this story. Go on. Right here, in this neighborhood, the legend started. Uh huh. And the legend is, if we say his name five, five times. times while looking in the mirror, we could summon him. We summon the Candyman. Hell no. Candyman. Anthony knows. Candyman. Stop! I don't want to get creeped out in my new apartment before bed. Candyman. Black people don't need to be summoning. No. I dare you. Don't say that. Say his name. Candyman. Candyman. You better not do that last one. Candyman. Candyman. You want to be a part of the story, right? No. Say his name. Candyman. Anthony? Anthony. Anthony, are you okay? Anthony? What the hell is going on? Anthony! This neighborhood is haunted. I think I made a mistake. I brought him back. Candyman isn't real! He chose you. He has purpose for you. Tell everyone. New to the neighborhood. Ah! You should say it. Candyman. Say his name. 2001 Candyman film is the fourth film in the Candyman franchise. The first film in the franchise came out in 1992 that ditched see Virginia Madsen, Xander Berkeley, I believe his name was. Yeah, Xander Berkeley and Tony Todd as the title character of Candyman. The, 21, the 2021 version is directed by Nia DaCosta and stars Yahya abdul uh, Martin the Second, uh, you might have seen him from like Trial of the Chicago Seven and Aquaman, as well as Tiona uh, Paris, and Nathan Stewart, Jarrett, and Coleman Domingo. Uh, but anyway, Candyman is not really this 2021 version. is not really a sequel. It's kind of it does follow in line of the franchise. I would say, uh, granted, I haven't seen the second or third film in the franchise, but this one does have a lot of ties to. The first film in the franchise, the 1992 film, which actually currently on our website is my number 10 film of 1992. It's really an amazing film. Tony Todd has a really uh, awesome job as this title character, this kind of killer guy, uh, at the, the title character of Candyman, where if you say his name five times into a mirror, uh, he comes and kills you. Uh, and there's a lot of bees in there, too. And Tony Todd is awesome. Uh, he's just a great little, not a great little character actor, he's a great uh kind of horror icon that doesn't really get talked about too much because we're completely surrounded by like Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees, even Chucky and Jigsaw at times and these kind of overabundance of sequels and these giant franchises. This one kind of falls under the radar uh, because it's not just a horror film. It's actually kind of a social commentary in a way too. The 1992 2 film was really powerful and I loved from Jeremy Matson in that film as well. Uh, but this new 2021 uh, story I thought was going to be more of a reboot but actually I was pleasantly surprised where it kind of seems like it follows the kind of shortly not shortly after but several years maybe like 25 30 years maybe uh, probably 20 years um, after or 30 years actually sorry uh, after the 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 events of the original film Uh, but we we see our our main actor, Yaya yep, um, Anthony. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> Abdul Mateen, who plays Anthony McCoy, who is kind of a struggling artist. Now, oh, maybe uh, an artist that needs some influence, uh, needs to be inspired to paint. And so he hears this story uh, from his girlfriend or his wife. I can't remember exactly the relationship, but they're they're in an intimate relationship. But anyway, her brother comes to, for like a dinner dinner. Uh, one night with his uh, significant other, and he tell the brother tells the story of the Candyman, and brings up the uh, Virginia Mason character from the first film, and of course uh, Anthony is intrigued. He does research and starts painting, again, uh, as he puts on this work of art that at uh, an art show. Uh, the word Candyman is back into our existence again uh, in the forefront of our memory. And at, after this art show, he kind of becomes embodied by the, this urban legend, this killer, and also people are starting to die. So, uh, that's pretty much, I guess that's, I, hopefully I did that, the uh, synopsis somewhat justice. But, like I said, this is kind of a sequel of the 1992 Candyman film. And, first thing off the bat, what I personally really enjoyed about the Candyman film, both of the films, the 1992 and this 2021 iteration, was that it didn't rely a lot on the jump scares, and it wasn't really based on a lot of the gore. Yes, both films do have that, but... The, what I really enjoyed about the two uh, films is that they relied on kind of an investigation. Investigation. I'm saying that, investigation of this character, and there was a lot of walking around these dirty places in the city, and where they kind of looked and f- uncovered what was actually happening there. I, I don't claim to ever be an expert in what. It's a heavy topic in the film of uh, gentrification. I kind of just didn't really know that was going to happen in the movie. It makes a lot of sense why th- this is kind of a social commentary horror type of film. And it, I enjoy, I, I do enjoy this film. There's a lot of really cool ass things they do with it and uh, share with it. And you can tell that there's a really good director, Nia uh, DeCosta at the helm of it i think she's very promising with what she does with the lens there's really cool angles and story the way she turn takes the story here uh you can definitely tell where a lot of the the story was written by jordan peele which is not a bad thing because you know he does a really good job with uh showing some things that are very uh evident in our culture and bringing them to the forefront and i think that he does that with the candy man film this Candyman film with his writing uh the one issue I really do have with the movie however is the last 15 minutes or so. Uh I feel like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh I'm not going to try to spoil anything, but it does play uh an actor who shows up here who we have seen a couple times and he kind of changes and uh then there was some other <laughs> there's some other th- I'm trying to be very extremely vague about what's going on. But it's been out for a couple of weeks anyway. But regardless, there was a lot more uh, in-your-face gore and brutality in the ending here. And it kind of just seemed out of place from the other narrative of the film. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think there's some really cool kills in there, I guess. Uh, however, I'm kind of on the fence if I want to give this a positive or a negative. The guys gave it... Uh, Terry and Todd gave it two stars. Zach gave it three. And I guess I had to do the traditional thing. I'm, as of now, I'm going 2.5 uh, for... Candyman 2021. I I do enjoy the aspects of what they do here. And I think because I watched the original one, I liked that one so much that uh, maybe I have a greater appreciation than maybe a terrier tab because I have the context of what's going on here. I can definitely see myself watching this again and maybe enjoying it even more. Getting that second viewing and kind of helps out viewings as well. This is a movie I'll probably pick up when it does come into like a box set. Because I do want to own the first Candyman film. I'm surprised I haven't yet already so i definitely want to try to pick this one up when it does come out on blu-ray or 4k actually i think visually it deserves to be a 4k restoration because the visuals here the cinematography was really awesome i also really like how they did the flashback sequences kind of like uh uh what they do uh, what's it called like i kind of like these little stick figures but with a shadow um and stuff like that it's hard to explain what it is but it's what they were the cool technique they do anyway anyway so candyman 2021 is going to get a 2.5 stars from me uh so enjoyable film just i want to like it a little bit more so a rewatch isn't needed for me but if you do like it let me know uh hit me up on twitter at adam sideways so like i said up top i'm giving you guys another review of a 2021 film, because it's Halloween season, October time, I wanted to talk about another horror film that I recently just watched as well, um, and no, know it's not malignant, which I probably should talk about at some point, but anyway, I wanted to talk about this film that I randomly came across, of. I was scrolling through Amazon Prime, looking what the new cool thing to watch, and I came across this film from Uruguay, called The Last Matinee, Now, it says on IMDb that it's a 2020 film, but I think it kind of is a 2021, so I'm counting it as a 2021 film. Right now, it has 787 votes on IMDb. It's called The Last Matinee. And what the film is about, it had a cool cover, first of all. That's one reason why I watched it. Some neon, some really cool visual on there. I was like, this kind of speaks as an Adam movie. So I kind of had a, it piqued my interest, had to watch it. So what's this film about? It's this girl, Anna, who's running the projections at this, one of the last showings of the night at this theater. And the people who are watching this frankenstein film it's actually frankenstein but it's not the boris karloff version it's some random weird version i had no idea i was kind of more curious about what was going on in the movie like the movie that they were watching but anyway the so maybe a group of like 10 or so less people are in this theater uh, this movie theater and this auditorium watching this film slowly they are one by one getting picked off by this killer in this theater. Some really interesting and unique kills here. It is definitely pretty gross. Uh, there's some stuff I couldn't quite watch and uh, that I, I do appreciate that. Uh, some really go- gory stuff here. So if you kinda like some some gore, some throat slights, some uh, eyeballs, stuff with eyeballs, there's some really uh, unique things here. I really kinda dug this vibe. It felt kinda like an 80's retro kind of film here. Uh, a lot of, I, I love, that's kind of, like, right up my alley, too, with, like, the neon and the cool, like, techno beat scores, too, because, like, John Carpenter did a lot of that, and I felt like i got some of those vibes here. The uh, the cast here, you know, there's not the great performances here, and you're not really watching this for any performance that's going to be, like, blow you away, but you know, I thought each character provide provided themselves some... Um, uh, what they could at least. There's some douchiness here with these characters. There's some some shyness. Some you know care typical characters here that you'll find uh, basically ranging from all every spectrum of type of characters. Um, but the killer here uh, was really uh kinda uh gross and it is disturbing and you don't know why he's doing it and he's just there and you're seeing them; these characters trying to survive too. It's it, it's pretty interesting. It's an entertaining film. Is it as polished as the film we just mentioned, Candyman? No, it's not. It's it's definitely uh, one of those ones that you don't expect like to be blown away. It's one of the best horror films of all time. But you're really kind of watching this for a unique horror ex- experience in a movie theater. With some killer slowly killing off and these uh, this girl and um, trying to survive the night and trying to take down this killer. Uh, I'm still gonna probably give this up. I, I'm recommending you guys to watch this, but I'm probably gonna give it like a two point five out of four stars. Uh, what's really holding it back for me is that it doesn't really seem to have a kind of a focus what they wanna try to do. There's kind of like a lot of different. A lot of the characters don't really do anything to fight back. He's just kind of slowly picking them off where they're sitting so it's like half of the movie over half of the movie is them trying to figure getting killed off and then no one knows anything that's going on so they, don't, they have no idea there's a killer there. So it it maybe it doesn't make sense that like no one would rec- realize what's going on. Uh but it's still it's still entertaining enough to say yeah you should watch a kind of a unique film here and go um Go to uh, support this film, I think, too on uh, streaming. I found this on Amazon Prime. It was like five buck rental, not too uh, bad at all. Like I said, it has 787 votes on IMDb. I'm giving it on IMDb. I'm probably uh, like a, like a about six stars there. It's not too uh, bad at all. It's right now it's at 5.8, but you know, 787 votes. You guys should definitely check it out. Uh, the director is Maxim. Mm, hold on one second, Maximiliano. Contenti, Contenti. He's starting a couple films. It looks like nothing I've seen, of course. Looks like he's dead in Neptuni. He's a co-director in two thousand seven. He has a couple film films, but this one was, like I said, captured it. I wouldn't mind watching this probably again too, if I, if I'm in the mood for it. You know, and it wasn't like a it was bad. The kills here are what you're watching it for, and there's some cool kills. So anyway, Last Matinee two point five, Candyman two point five. So it was pretty, you know. Even though I don't maybe don't give them a quote unquote, air quotes, a positive, these are movies that are, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't recommend and that I wouldn't want to watch again. And after a second rewatch, I could maybe appreciate them even more and give them that passable grading nothing atrocious with any of them it's just kind of something that just didn't kind of click with me at certain aspects here but both have some really uniqueness with the kills and some good stories as well to be told here so check out candy man check out the last matinee they're both streaming on amazon they, they have, there's a rental fee on them of course but so just check that out all right moving on to the next segment of our show today that is the what the hell was that segment where i review a random movie Watch a random movie no one's heard of. It can't be that hard, right? What the hell was that? Reviews coming up now. Now, give some background on why I kind of wanted to do this. Yeah, a couple of things happened, and uh, thoughts. This kind of just kind of became like snowballed in my head. Uh, first off, my wife Arlette. She loves watching this show on what on Hulu. The whole show, "My Wife and Kids" with uh, Damon Wayans. And so I had mentioned to her if she had seen some of his movies. And one of them I really grew up on was Major Pain. Now, if you remember, I did review it on the main podcast show a couple weeks ago with the guys. Now, it's a really fun movie. I really love Major Pain. Funny enough, randomly searching around a pawn shop close to our house, and my wife found it. And we picked it up, and I'm not ashamed that we owned Major Pain. Love it. Then, a couple weeks, fast forward a couple weeks later. I went with Todd to the Huskies game a few weeks back when they played Arkansas State. Kinda of shared some ideas for this episode of the podcast, getting rebooting it so to speak. And I kind of came we were kind of going through some of my Amazon watch list and I came across this movie and he was like, What the hell is that? he's like, that's what you should do, is you should review like a random movie no one's heard of. And I had to make it blank man. Blank Man ties in what the hell is that ties in the Waynes brothers in a city plagued with crime <laughs> when hope is gone and help is out of reach please help me hey get off the car you bump only one man can stand in the way of evil look I'm a crime fighter <laughs> no man Ready to rumble! ...has ever been so bold. No crime fighter. So brave. Wanna try it again, pal? Why don't you shoot him in the head? Yeah! Shoot him in the head! Uh Uh-oh. Save yourself. There's no point in us all dying. I'll never forget you, my love. ...and no crusader. Has inspired so many. It's a big world, and we all have to do our part. Columbia Pictures presents. I have to make the world a safer place for my children. You got to be with the woman first! You're a virgin! Well. Damon Wayans. Please call me Blank Man. Blank Man. Now, stand back. Ah! 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 Because ah. 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 these guys. Too. Blank suits. ...are what the world's been waiting for. Ah! Did you find a Bob? Yeah, but not the one we're looking for. David Wayans. Hang on, I'm coming down. We're gonna have to deliver this paper. We can't do that. We'll have to see her thing. David Allen Greer. Kevin, I can't What? Talk to the buckle. I would love to play with you, but now is not the time. And introducing... J5. My plan serves me correctly. J5 should be gingerly on his way. Blank man. Slapped me around and called me Susan. Ah! I warned you, Susan! Uh, if you've never heard of Blank Man, I'll tell you straight up. But Blank Man is a film from 1994, a PG-13 film, about an hour and 32 minutes long. The IMDb description has it in the comedies of action, comedy, and crime. It's kind of a weird. And I guess it, I, this is before superheroes, but this he is essentially a superhero um, in his head anyway. Uh, but Blank, um, Blank Man's synopsis here is a simpleton inventor. Becomes a superhero with a bulletproof costume and a low budget. Uh, that's a great uh, description of this film. Currently it's rated 5 stars out of uh, 5 stars on IMDb with 9,531 votes. Uh, and it has a cast of Damon Wayans, David Allen Greer, Robin Givens, Christopher uh, Layford, and Lynn uh, Thigpen, and John Politro, I believe. Politro but no sorry polito and the director of this film is Mike Bender uh, which come funny enough Todd had actually said Mike Bender was a director that he has enjoyed some of his his workings now, i personally i looked at his filmography didn't really know how much he directed per se he had directed about 17 movies including one of bill burr's paper tiger comedy special he directed a couple episodes of Billions in Nashville. Uh, the Kevin Costner, Anthony Mackey, uh, Octavia Spencer film Black or White, Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler film Rain Over Me, as well as uh, Man About Town, The Upside of Anger, and the Man of Married The Mind of a Married Man. Uh, I think that's pretty much the only thing really I've uh, of note, really. So a director who has done things, but nothing of really a note. So this kind of looked as a, a interesting film. I came across. I really kind of just let's talk about it. That's this is what the hell is this movie? I gotta say, first thing off the bat is if you're not a fan of the Waynes Brothers comedy style, this definitely is going to be one of those ones that it's not even gonna be worth watching. Uh, you could definitely tell that this is an early Waynes Brothers production. Uh, it's like '94. It's a few years before Major Pain. Um, I think it's actually, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Last Boy Scout with Bruce, uh, Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis was about the same time, which is actually a pretty good movie, which is another one that I, uh, would like to rewatch. Yeah. then Last Boy Scout came out in 1991. Like I said, this one came out in 1994. Uh, the best parts about this movie is, has the relationship with Wayne's and David Allen Greer's character. I think David Allen Greer is actually really pretty funny in this one. Uh, and Damon Wayne's it's just, he's, I don't know, his character to me kind of pushes the envelope of trying to be do too much, and some of his stuff is not as funny for me. doesn't really hit the mark. I think the David Allen Greer is by far funnier. Uh, the Robin Gibbons character plays Kimberly Johns, who's the reporter here that kind of is in this, I don't know if I, I wouldn't call it a love triangle, but both the brothers, D- David Allen Greer's and Damon Wayne's characters both have feelings for him. Yeah, that's it's whatever. <laughs> I could do without that. But it's, it. You know, it wasn't like it's, it was definitely, I don't know what I really expected going into this movie, uh, but it was something that, I was like, okay, cool, I've seen it now, it's not definitely one of my favorite Wayne's Brothers productions, but it's definitely an early comedy, uh, big before, it came after Batman, of course, but earlier superhero film. Uh, one of the funniest scenes I've seen in this film, though, was the elevator birthing sequence. There's a lady giving birth in an elevator and, of course, Blank Man and uh, Kevin Walker, which is also David Grier's character, have to help deliver this baby. Uh, that was definitely a really funny sequence. I did, I did chuckle quite a bit on that one. Uh, but overall, even my wife kind of said the synopsis here is like it's definitely kind of like a one-star film. I can't really go any higher than that because uh, some of the jokes don't really land for us. The plot is just kind of like this normal, like whatever type of thing is. um Trying to go over with this like mafia ties there. And of course, we have a movie with John Polito. You kind of have to have uh, some mafia ties, tie-ins there. Uh, so overall, one star here. It's not like the greatest film. Obviously, it's the what the hell was that movie? No, A movie that no one's really heard of. Uh, Wayne's Brothers have definitely gone on to bigger and better things. So anyway, that's my quick review of Blank Man. All right, one last segment here, and that is going to be the Top 100 review, which is a film that has appeared in my Top 100 somewhere, and I'm going to sit down and talk about it. This one's going to be a little easier because I have previously already talked about it on the main podcast. It was something I watched going into... um, Of the episodes, I wanted to share. I'm like, what have I been watching? Episodes, so, but you know, I still want to kind of touch base on this one because it is such like a crazy bit of storytelling here. So let's uh, let's talk about it. So the film I'm talking about today is Dear Zachary, which is a documentary. Dear Zachary a letter to a son about his father. You know, this movie appeared number 56 on my top 100 list. However, after rewatching it, I probably should probably just rank it in my top 50, probably top 40. It's a great fantastic film. If we do our top 100s again, I probably would rank it a little higher. It is a great movie. And in the world of crime documentaries, it's definitely ones that should be watched. I actually watched this with my wife. This kind of talked her into watching this and I I would I don't want to speak for her, but I can say that I, I can say confidently that she definitely enjoyed this one quite a bit. Uh, definitely did not like some of the turns, twists and turns, and her mouth was open, like like speechless on certain points of it. And I have to definitely share that that that's this. Even watching it a couple times now, I definitely feel the same way. It, it it's a documentary that you don't know exactly how, where it's going. You know, it's about a, a guy, a father. Um, obviously, then maybe there's some. Uh, some relationship or lack of thereof relationship with his son. And as the movie slowly goes on, you realize that it's more of a story about what happened and about his, uh, this guy's parents and uh, custody battles and, uh, you know, just craziness that ha- does it ensue in this film. It's definitely a good murder, a uh, mystery and uh, what, what happens and crime and it just the different, uh, Ju- uh juridic- jurisdiction s- stuff and I don't know I I don't know I'm not well versed in the, voc- the vocabulary enough to make it even sound even better but I will say that this is by far one of the best documentaries uh, that I've ever seen in my life and I've seen quite a bit I'm a I'm a documentary fan this is definitely a, being the only documentary in my top one hundred uh, definitely doesn't mean that you know I don't I'm not a big fan of documentary I, that's That's definitely not the case. I am, that is the case. I am a big fan of documentaries. So, being, saying something that is clearly the best of its genre is definitely saying something. It's not the only, I'm not the only person that had Dieter Zachary in the Almost Sideways Top 100. Uh, So, I think all of us think this is a a masterpiece of, of filmmaking. Not just of storytelling, of telling what happened, but also just editing. This is such a greatly at-pieced-together ed- film that every bit of f- footage, clips, audio that's in this film, everything plays perfectly up with each other, and it is just a sight to see. If you haven't seen it, go check out Dear Zachary, A Letter to a Son About His Father. It came out in 2008, and the director is Kurt, um, Kurt uh Cooney I probably said that wrong sorry but anyway it's a great great documentary definitely check out Dear Zachary all right guys well that is what I have planned today I definitely talked about some really cool films I thought I thought I talked about Candyman we talked about the last matinee the two the new 2021 films for this week or that I'm talking about this week and we talked about a what the hell Blank Man we talked about Dear Zachary kind of crazy that's definitely a crazy grouping of movies uh, Guessly, I, I what I like to do I like to kind of tell you guys what to expect going forward. Uh, next episode will be in a couple weeks, but you know Halloween Kills is right around the the corner. Uh, I think the guys may review that on the main show, but I definitely want to say that I've, I'm a big Halloween fan. And I'm not going to, even though Halloween, the original, came out in my top 100, I'm not going to review that this that next week. I'm going to review that on the week of Halloween, just to give you a heads up. That will come. However, what's going to be coming next week will be the power rankings of my entire Hall, the Halloween franchise, every film, including Halloween Kills. I'm going to talk about every all those films on the podcast. That will be the main featured segment. I also want to share my review for Halloween Kills in there. So Halloween Kills is going to be the big thing. I think also, I think my wife and I decided we're going to do a double feature of Venom. Let there be Carnage. So you might hear some of my thoughts on that film too. Uh, but also I want to talk about the, the, the what the hell movie is that. As a film uh, that I'm going to talk about called The Undertaker. It came out in the 80s. I found this movie at Crypticon. This is like a little movie festival here. I th- yeah, here it is. The Undertaker from 1988, directed by Franco Fafino, uh, starring Joe Spinell. So, anyway, I'm uh, going to be talking about The Undertaker next week. It's what the hell. I think I'm going to try to do, continue the the Edgar Wright series with uh, at, the, the, at the World's End. I think that's the one I'm going to try to tackle next week as well man, who knows? I'll throw some... I'll keep it spontaneous. So be, be on the lookout. I don't want to give you all... I'll give you... reveal my hand too soon. But there's, that's kind of what I have in store for you next week. So anyway. And, and t- oh, and the top 100 review. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll save that for later. So we'll, we'll... We have plenty of time to reveal that. But it's going to be a Halloween-themed episode because we are in October. So anyway. Until next time. My name is Adam. And this has been Daily Notes. I hope you've had a fun time. And because it is that time... Have fun watching some horror movies this month. And uh, yeah, let me know what you guys are watching on Twitter, at Adams Sideways. Until next time, we'll see you later.